You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode number 25. Have you ever heard that saying, community over competition? It's become pretty popular amongst entrepreneurs, and for good reason, of course. The whole meaning behind the phrase is to create spaces where we can actually come together, even if we're in the same industry, instead of battling it out over clients. Whose work is better, who has the best equipment, etc., etc., etc. But is a little competition really a bad thing? On today's episode, I want to discuss the idea of competition, the different types that there are, when it's good and when it's bad, and how to overcome some of those negative feelings that you might be having in regards to being competitive. If you are the type of person who feels jealous easily or you feel like everyone in your industry is trying to copy you, then stay tuned because this one is going to be for you. But first, how about a word from one of our listeners? The review of the day comes from Yumi and she says, I've done a couple mentorships with Sarah already and when I heard that she was launching a podcast, I was so excited. She is so knowledgeable, relatable, funny, and talented. I have learned so much from her already in person and virtually. I swear to you, she is the same person as she is on Instagram, this podcast, and the phone. Sarah is the sweetest gal, inspiring, motivating, and just straight up hella cool. Thanks for transforming my life and my business, Sarah. Oh, Yumi, you're the best. I love you so much. Oh my gosh, that was so sweet. Yes, you guys, I would totally love it if you guys would go and leave a review as well on Apple Podcasts. It helps this show reach other people and it also might get read on the show. So go head on over and do that. It just takes 30 seconds. I'll even pause and wait for you to do that. Did you do it? Are you going? Okay, good. (laughs) All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, real quick, are you looking to give your Instagram bio a little upgrade? Your bio's the first thing that people see when they come onto your profile, and since we're limited to the number of words we can put in there, we want to use that space super wisely. Did you know that the average time it takes for someone to decide if they want to stay on your profile or not is less than three seconds? That's seriously hardly any time at all, which means first impressions are everything. But how the heck do you know what to put in there that makes people want to stay for more? Don't worry, I got you. I created a free guide that will walk you step-by-step through what to add and remove from your Instagram bio to make sure that you are converting new followers and getting your people in the right place. It's totally free and I'm holding nothing back. You can get your download by heading over to sarahelrod.com slash Instagram. What the heck are you waiting for, friend? Head to sarahelrod.com slash Instagram and click the link. So there are two types of competition, healthy and not so healthy. The healthy type of competition is what will lead you to push towards your goals and chase down your own dreams. The unhealthy kind is what can lead you to feel really bad about yourself and other people. If you want to be successful as a business person or just a happier person in general, then we definitely want to participate in healthy competition. So let's talk about competition in everyday life. Even if you don't consider yourself a competitive person, you're probably more competitive than you might think. There are little things in our daily lives that we are always trying to win at. 
things like choosing the shortest line to wait in or picking a parking spot that is closest to the building that we need to go in or even just down to buying something that is like on sale at the cheapest possible price. These are all little things that we do, but we don't realize we're being competitive about it, but they are. So competition in business. As a business person, you typically are competitive with things that help you get closer to your goals. And maybe that is reaching a certain level of income or providing like the best possible experience for, you know, clients um, or creating a top tier product. We use our natural competitive urges to motivate us to reach these goals as quick as we possibly can. But in both everyday life and business, there is kind of a fine line between how we implement competition in good and bad ways. So first things first, let's talk about healthy competition. When you have a solid, healthy sense of competition in your life, you are motivated to become a better person and work on yourself in any or all aspects. You're gonna grow, learn, and thrive in different environments, and you're always open to new ideas or constructive criticism. This type of competition is mostly centered around your own goals and aspirations. You will be able to put on your blinders and not worry so much about what everyone else is doing around you. Naturally, this is going to give you a much more positive mindset and outlook on life because you're the only thing standing in your own way of the future that you want. Now, unhealthy competition, on the other hand, is what can cause you to become a not-so-pleasant person to be around. Unhealthy competition can affect the relationships that we have in our lives and the other people around us. Usually, unhealthy competition is driven by some sort of need of validation or credibility or even just attention. Comparison is a huge factor in having unhealthy competition in your life, and we've all experienced this before. We look around at other people in our industries and compare our work to theirs, and I mean, you probably did this in school as well as a kid. Or we see, you know, nice things that someone else bought, and we play the whole keeping up with the Joneses game. Unhealthy competition impacts the way that you see yourself, your self-worth, and can make you feel the need to bring others down in order to bring yourself up. Personally, I've been on both sides of this. I've been on both sides of healthy and unhealthy competition. And I've been the one causing it and I've been the one receiving it. I don't think it makes you, you know, a bad person as long as you're able to recognize that about yourself and you're actively trying to fix it and make a change. I had a lot more unhealthy competitiveness about my business when I first started out. And I think that had a lot to do with the fact that I was comparing myself to other people who are in a similar position as I was. And I'd be lying if I said that I don't still struggle with that every now and then from time to time because even as you grow and you get bigger you still are always going to be in the same lane as someone else but as my business has gained growth and it's morphed into something that I'm just really proud of I kind of care less about what other people around me are doing when I first became a photographer I felt you know, such a hard need to advertise myself as a traveling or destination photographer because that is what seemed like all the other people I looked up to were doing. So I pushed really, really hard for it and I did some traveling, but very quickly realized that the travel bug just isn't for me. I don't mind traveling for business a few times a year, but every weekend would be completely exhausting to me. And to be honest, I really just enjoy being home with Tyler. Traveling doesn't fit into my normal schedule. I have a dog, I have horses, I live on a ranch that requires a lot of responsibility that I can't just pack up and leave at the drop of a hat. Is it possible? Of course. Is it a priority of mine? Not really. Does that mean that I could not be successful in my own way? Absolutely not. 
Once I was able to realize that branding myself is something that was not me and I was able to make changes into something that fit my lifestyle so much more, aka ranch weddings, my business took off. I also experienced this as a horse trainer as well. I was trying to do things that I didn't really enjoy or that maybe I wasn't as confident about because I was trying to get ahead of someone else and that just is not the way to succeed. So let's talk about how to maintain healthy competition in business. First of all, you need to put those blinders on. You need to stop paying attention to what your direct competition is doing if it makes you feel jealous. A little friendly competition for fun is totally okay, but when it starts to become really toxic, you need to just avoid it at all costs. But along with that, you also need to be humble enough to realize that maybe there is something you are doing causing you to not progress at the same speed as someone else. Having some humility and realizing that if you have not posted your work in over a week and that person that you're jealous of is posting multiple times a day, there's probably something you can do to fix it. Stop complaining that another person who has been in business for the same amount of time as you is getting more attention if you are not doing anything to increase your own. Don't complain about how someone else's work is better than yours if you're not actively out trying to grow your skills regularly and putting the time and effort in that it takes to improve. Let's look at yourself and your own business and ask yourself these questions. Number one, am I actively making an effort to serve my audience with value and bring in new leads? Number two, have I posted something of value today? Number three, have I posted anything today? Number four, am I doing anything in my business to stay the front of mind? And number five, what am I doing differently than other people in my industry? Chances are, if you're not where you want to be, one of these things is probably the issue. Nothing is more upsetting to me when, when I can feel someone's jealousy coming out because they see someone else doing what they want to do and yet they literally don't do anything to get themselves there. Your business is not going to just grow itself magically. You need to put on your CEO pants and put those blinders on and get to work. I solely believe in the power of providing content, lots and lots and lots of content that is value driven. If you sell shoes, don't just make posts with a picture of your shoes that you sell and say, these are the shoes and these are the colors that you can buy them in, the end. Sure, because maybe you might get some people who buy your shoes for that, like of course, but you're going to be setting yourself up so much better with a way better foundation if you start now posting things about the shoes that help someone with a problem. Give them five reasons why your shoes are the best shoes that they need on their next vacation or why they're the best workout shoes that there are. Or maybe you sell like glasses or something and you make posts talking about the shapes of glasses and what kind of faces that each shape of glasses looks the best on. Instead of just putting it out there and hoping that the picture alone grabs their attention, try creating actual value. At the end of the day, remember that there is enough room for all of us, you guys, even when it feels like the market is totally saturated. We can all have a spot at the top of the mountain. And if you're going to be competitive, let's just be competitive with your own self and your own progression. Stop comparing yourself to how fast or slow someone else is going. And also, I want to leave you with this. Social media is often a big fat lie. Just because someone looks like they have it all together or they look like they are busy and booking a lot or making a lot of money 
doesn't always mean that's actually true. So take everything that you see with a grain of salt, cheer on your friends, cheer on the people that are standing there next to you, and you guys can all make it up there together. You got this, my friend. I'm cheering you on, and I will see you in the next one.